This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno. And with me today is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno. And Maya Solano McDaniel, second Q and student at Aikido Fresno. Happy Easter, guys. Yeah, happy yeah, Easter. It's Easter. If you're into that. Yeah. yeah. In the parts of the world where that's a thing. Is that like a, it's probably, it's a world. It's funny, you know, I feel like we used to record these at all kinds of random weird times, and now we pretty consistently are recording them on Sundays. Yeah. It works which is nice. I yeah. feel like we've surprisingly done a lot on holidays. We've done fourth. We've right, recorded right. on Fourth, fourth of July. July. We've recorded on Easter. Oh we've yeah. Recorded on Halloween, Christmas Eve, my birthday. <laughs> Clearly, we have my birthday. <laughs> this is what we like to do. Apparently, yeah, apparently so. <laughs> so today, let's talk about some things. Yeah. Um, let's get let's delve into the system that is Aikido. Yeah. And first, let's talk, start with uh, kind of breaking that down and talking about what that even means, a, the, a system, a fighting system or a martial arts system and what that, what that entails and what it means and what we're trying to, to do with that. Um, and I think that's really apropos right now when we're in a position where people are talking about the system and whether or not the system is fully fleshed out and we've done that as a podcast before whether oh, we yeah. think it's a complete system etc so forth but um let's jump in at that point and say and, and really talk about what that means like what it means what a system is designed for how you know i mean obviously it's it's if you look at the word it's there we can figure it out probably but i think it's one of those words that we so commonly use that we take for granted that we know what a system is without stopping to think about what a system is you know and yeah. and you could have you know like uh um, an economic system, you could have a biological system, you could have, there's tons of kinds of systems, but basically it's a, it's, it's a way in which things go. It's kind of like an algorithm, you know, like, I don't know, maybe someone who knows a lot about math will tell me I'm totally wrong, but, but basically it's like, you know, there's a set of if thens and things happen. Like and so, right, yeah, yeah. And so it just kind of plays out and it's like, you know, if, if we're constructing our own system, then it's like, oh, okay, if this problem arises, we're either going to have this answer or this answer or this answer or however, you know, and, and then it, it's built so it always kind of completes itself. It always kind of comes back around to itself. So, you know, like if you looked at like a biological system, maybe, you know, like uh, things live and they they consume these things and they produce these things. And then when they die, they are consumed. And those things produce these things, which build the building blocks to build the original thing we were talking about. You know, like, you know, Circular. it's a system. Yeah. yeah, it's like this got this kind of, yeah, this way it completes itself. So, um, so, you know, I remember the first time I started thinking about what a system was. I was watching a Kung Fu movie and I was probably like eight and um, the guy was like, "My system is better than yours." And I was like, "What the fuck does that mean? was it? Mike, was it drunken fighting? Shit? What was it? I don't was remember it? what it was. Like you know, like some su- super sweet kung fu yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. like some super que- sweet kung fu stuff. Anyways, but um, and I remember then thinking like, "What does that? What does that mean?" Because to me, you know, as a kid, and I think I think we all think about this this way for a long time, which is just like, well, there's like learning to punch and kick and wrestle, right. and, and then yeah. you know a system. You know, and it's like well, there's th- kung fu, and then there's uh, sure. Kung fu. There's kung fu <laughs> ways to punch, and then there's karate ways to punch, right, and then there's yeah, yeah you know. Um, but but as I explored that, you know, and, and I think a lot of my martial arts career, it's been about like understanding systems and and why ones are better than other ones in certain situations. Um, uh, it's, it's I spent a lot of time doing it. So so I was thinking about this the other day, and I was thinking about how to explain systems to people because it, it's kind of complicated. I was like, what system do people all kind of understand? And I was like, well, a car is a system that most people in the United States basically understand, right? Um, and so, like, 
if you look at a car as a system, right? So a car has certain things it does in certain ways it handles different things and certain answers to different kinds of problems. Um, it's like a little mobile system. Right. It's a ultimately a tool right. uh, to mm-hmm. that a, serves a goal that serves a, a purpose mm-hmm. uh, oriented. Uh, go- oh well, I guess it doesn't have to. Yeah, it serves a purpose. And yeah, it serves purpose some purpose in a, any... in a certain set yeah, of ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with a certain set. Right. Okay. Right. Um, so, uh, so, so then I was like, okay, you know, and a lot of times people like to go, oh, systems are good, or you know, this system is good. Like karate is good, or karate is bad. People like to say that, right? But they're not justifying why good or bad. And I was like, well, if we talk about cars, I think it would be easier for people to understand. So, so I'm going to give you a few cars, right? So let's say we have a Corvette. Mm. Uh, let's say we have a minivan. Okay. We have a four-wheel drive pickup, okay. and I'm going to add one more. Let's say we have a Honda Civic, Honda right? Civic. Okay, so um, so four cars, right? All right, now if I said, hey, what car do you want? Uh, I bet most people would quickly say, well, I probably want the Corvette, right? Because you want to be hot shit? Yeah, it's hot Honda shit, Civic. right? Honda Corvettes Civic. are hot okay. shit. Okay, so like they look sweet. Honda Civic. Everybody knows they're fast. Everybody, this is practical, Josh. <laughs> well, Honda Civic sounds pretty good to me. Of those ones, that's – and again – that's getting back to actually what the the when as we get more into this, you'll see why the Honda Civic might make sense. If you're unaware also. of any of these kinds of cars, a, a quick Google search. Yeah, will Google, let you I mean know. these are real common cars. So you know, like a, and like you know, stereotypical. If you don't know them, like a Corvette's like a like a, a sports a car, sport a true car. sports car, sports a mi- car, a minivan, cool a truck, cool and uh, an econo an economy sized uh, regular, regular sedan, regular old sedan. person yeah. car, <laughs> like yeah. a regular just a car. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you, so know, you have these cars. You got those four cars, and I say, People hey, sweet. what? What car Sweet do you Corvette, want? And right. and I bet uh, the majority of people would say, I'd like the the Corvette. Okay, and I say, all right, cool. Then you get a Corvette. Now, let me tell you what we're going to be doing with it. We're going to take 10 kids on a Boy Scout Whoa. camp out. All right? And then you're like, oh, well, Shit. fuck. I, can't get- I don't want my Corvette now. Can I Can I have the minivan? They or all that? have milkshakes or maybe and they the want to spill them in your Corvette. <laughs> exactly right. I mean, and you know, I can't fit them all. And uh, if we're going to go over rocks and shit, well, my Corvette's not going to do very well, you know? Um, or, you know, like if, if I say, uh, okay, uh, here's your Corvette that you're going to take on a commute every day, a 50-mile commute every day, right? And you might at first go, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, but then great. very quickly you're going to be, this fucker's uncomfortable. Right. And it uses a lot, it of, uses gas, a lot of gas. And I got uh, bugs and shit all uh-huh, over it. And I get a lot of tickets because the cops notice me a lot, you know? So, like, you're like, man, maybe I actually want a Honda Civic, right? Um, so That's what I'm saying. From right, the right. <laughs> so, so, I mean, that's the way I think you should be looking at it. And so when you're talking about systems, and particularly if they're good or bad, you need to know what is the context in which I'm going to use my system. So if we were talking about cars, you know, are you going to the ra- racetrack? Are you going to the mountains? Are you uh, going to some kind of social event? Or are you just handing, getting groceries yeah, every what's day, the right? You know? what's yeah, what's the purpose? The purpose yeah. Um, and then, of course, within the purpose, we could have specific goals, you know. So we're going to the racetrack. Okay, well, then I want a Corvette. Yeah, but we're just running drag races. Oh, well, it's not that fast just in a straight line. I would make these modifications right, to right. it. Or, you know, oh, we're going to run F1. Oh, well, a Corvette then is completely right. incapable right. of running yeah, F1, yeah. you know. like So uh, so maybe we get the Corvette company to build us an F1, you know. like um, So understanding that there, there can be a specific goal even within context, um, that's how you should start to look at systems. And so a lot of, you know, when people say like Aikido is good or Aikido is bad or Aikido needs modification, what for? 
You know, what is, what is the goal, you know? And so, so it's like, you know, I got my Corvette and I want to put blown out, uh, blown out carburetor on it or something. Right. So I want to, I want to make it go faster by taking air in. Um, (laughs) um, so if I want to do that, right. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, well, there might be times that that's not such a good idea. Right. right? So, so, um, so first we have to understand our context and then what's our goal inside of our context. And I think if you, if you look at all systems that way, um, and you're honest with yourself, you can start to see that systems like, you know, so if I were to compare cars to that, right, maybe MMA is like a Corvette, right? And it's hot and sexy and I get why you might yeah, want to do it, right? Yeah. But yeah. but if if you if you have daily situations, right? So like, uh, hey, is how is MMA training you to handle shit uh, at your workplace right. where being cool and level-headed is important and um, dealing with your family members who are a little crazy? Well, you don't want to be decking Uncle Bill or your boss <laughs> right, at right, work, right? right? So right. MMA is really not helping you for that. You right. um, so so maybe another kind of system like so like uh, like karate to me is like a like a minivan, and I'm, I don't mean any insult to that, but I I think there are times when that kind of vehicle is appropriate. And to me, what karate does. Is it teaches you discipline and how to control yourself and creates a family environment where everyone can participate. And that's kind of like what a minivan is, you know, yeah. like everyone can participate. And like the the confidence and stuff you get from doing karate will help you at work and will help you with right. your family members and will give your whole family something they can participate in together, right. you know. And it's not necessarily uh, super sexy and uh, you're maybe not even aware that the companies make them anymore. But they do exist, right? And they serve a they're super useful, really you know? useful purpose. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, judging what you want, you know, so maybe what you really need for your personal life is an SUV, like something that can go in the mountains because we go on camping trips and could take like at least five kids in, and that's great. And you know, like you're you're making you understand what the system how the system benefits your life. That's what you need. And to that's do. what when you're going shopping for a car, that's what you you, know, exactly you have a list of these are the things that I'm looking. You know for. what's really gas mileage yeah. can carry five well, kids. And this is know? what I was gonna say. What's really interesting, I think, is what happens in uh, when people get cars, and also in when people go for martial arts. Um, they don't do those things. You know, they don't. Yeah. You know, so they're like, yeah. uh, it's, and we see this here. We live in the Central Valley of California. Um, it is a very agricultural area. Um, so there are a lot of people who drive gigantic trucks because they need to drive gigantic trucks because they work. There are also a lot of people who drive gigantic trucks for no, for no reason. reason. They just have these gigantic trucks that they drive around because they look cool and they're, and you know. There's also a ton of people who have got trucks that was started out as a work truck and have been modified to this race gleaming chrome, right, right, beautifully you, painted right. thing that you can't work with right, anymore because not, they'll scratch it right, up. You, you would know? never want to take uh, that truck out to the, you know, uh, whatever. I know a lot of people, $60,000 trucks. And, and the truck they rely on every day is their $2,000 right, old right, uh, right, Toyota right. that's, you know. Yep. Um. And so I think that that translates fairly well to looking at a martial arts system where it's like um, they they maybe don't even know why they're driving it around or the reason that they think they're they're they they are doing it or driving this particular car isn't really uh, in line with what the vehicle was made for. Right. And I think the same. Um, thing. And it also you see that you then get cars that are these weird, stupid hybrid like SUVs that truthfully. Don't do a good job of any of the things they should be. As good of job as a four-wheel drive. Like, an SUV is not as good at four-wheel driving as four-wheel driving. Right. It is not as good as hauling kids uh, as a minivan. minivan. It's not as good as... Because it's wanting to do all these things. So, if you have a system that is designed to appeal to everybody, you're kind of losing a lot of its... Becomes uh, bastardized. Functionality. Right, right, right. 
Yeah. I'm sorry I cut you off. No, it's okay. Hours ago. <laughs> as I tangented. No, I don't remember what I was um, going to say. Yeah, but I think I think that's that's yeah. the, the place when we're trying to understand Aikido and anything. I mean, not just Aikido, you know? So, like, there's a lot of talk about Aikido and is it good, quote-unquote, or is it bad, quote-unquote. Um but, or is it, or do, do we need to add stuff to sure, it? Do we sure, sure. Yeah. You know. Sure, and I mean, I, my, personally to me, it's all about stripping it away and getting it down to its essentials. But but even beyond Aikido, like any martial art, you know, if you want to do some other stuff, like I hear this a lot from Aikido people, like, oh, I'd like to learn more about striking, so maybe I should do karate. Maybe you should and maybe you shouldn't, you know? And like some people would just knee-jerk go like, don't do karate, do ta- Muay Thai. Uh, you know, and some, you know, you'll hear all kinds of things, but, but understand why they might have those knee-jerk reactions, you know? I think, too, uh, things going in and out of style is such a huge thing with cars and with martial arts, you know, like um, people will flock to getting this new kind of car that's come out that's really, you know, it's in it's in vogue now. Electric vehicles. (laughs) (laughs) And and that may that that whatever that is, that new fancy thing might may or may not be good for the things that you personally want to do. But people aren't looking at that thing because they want the. The newest, the hottest, the in style, the coolest, you know. Sure, well, we definitely saw that around here where it was like for a while people, SUVs and trucks, huge. Uh, and then, you know, gas became expensive. So suddenly Please. everyone was buying. Everywhere. Right. Um, and then within the last, you know, little bit as gas prices went back down and things began to stabilize back out, suddenly there's trucks everywhere. And suddenly, you know, Ford is announcing like we're not really going to make cars anymore because no one buys cars in America. You know, that sort of thing. So. Yeah. And I think you see that a lot with martial arts where, you know, the system hasn't necessarily changed. What, what, what the people are doing hasn't really changed that much. Um, but what people are interested in and what is uh, the talk, what, right. you know, what right, the right, media right, right, is saying right. about these different things. And then people might respond, you know, at different dojos or schools or whatever kind of changing the face of their thing to fit with what's in vogue. Right, right. And then, you know, yeah, understanding your life and, like, what's sexy, you know? Like, I bet a lot of single dudes uh, bought a badass car, right, to impress ladies and impress their friends, and then got married and then realized that what was actually sexy to them or what's sexy to them right now is getting these kids from point A to point B safely without making a giant mess. And it's like, shit. You know, like, right. I need a Volvo. Right. So, and uh, that extra money you're spending on gas is now going to, you know, soccer practice right, and a bunch right, of other things. Right. So. Right. Um, so, so it's important to understand your position and why you want to under, why you want to do a system. And then also understand what systems maybe are trying to do. Cause some systems really, their main goal is to like build community and stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like that is an awesome, useful thing. Some systems are trying to make super death ninjas and, and maybe in some, some situations super that's death. a super good thing, you know, but, um, well, so I guess then the, the question, uh, that comes to my mind is like, all right, so now we know that there are different systems used for different things. So, um, what what is the system of uh, Aikido? And then maybe we can kind of break down some of the pieces and explain like how they fit in. And we've kind of done this before. I know that we have a um, episode where we talked about is Aikido a complete system, but um, I can't remember how much we actually talked about like you know the the types of things that are are in Aikido and kind of spelling them out. Um, uh, for people, you know, so you can say like, oh yeah, I see how this would be good for A, not so good for B. Right, right, so right, forth. right. Um, yeah, I get it as an interesting system. I mean, and this is just my opinion on it, but uh, I don't, I don't know what kind of car I would compare it to, but. You know, Aikido, in my opinion, can scale up rather high, like meaning to a high threat level. 
um, because the techniques that are in Aikido are techniques that are taught to um, disarm people and use weapons against people and handle multiple attackers. So that's high threat level stuff. At the same time, Aikido, uh, so like if it was a car, it, it's it's got a frame that can do all that, but it doesn't really have a motor that does that super well, right? So it's like, you know, it's like a maybe like a four-cylinder car that's got an awesome frame and uh, oh, I don't want to get too car technical. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but... It's but, fine. But, People have to figure that out for um, themselves. But, but basically, you know, like it's Today like... Today on um, Aikido Discussed, you're learning about cars. Right. And, and why I say that the motor's not that strong in that sense is it's like um, it, because it's not training people who do that right so like you know no one goes into special forces and goes man i've got to learn aikido so i can slaughter everyone up right. now that, right. that, that that doesn't mean that the techniques couldn't be used for that they certainly could and 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 historically were but um but that's not what the system mainly works at now so the system though um or, or sorry the 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 trappings around Aikido, what what contains the system, is to me about like uh, being social, making friends, um, giving um, a platform for all different people to work in. You know, meaning old people, young people, uh, where we can all come together and talk about conflict and how we resolve conflict and how we can figure things out. And so, to me, it's it's like it's got a really um, fuel efficient motor. You know, like mm-hmm. like it's maybe not the most powerful motor, but it's like it's real fuel efficient and real friendly and easy to work on easy and to easy drive. to yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So that's that's the you know so like that's the kind of of system I think Aikido is. But uh, the way it is designed, it is also designed so that if you needed to um, turn it into a sports car, you could easily make it into a super badass, uh, you know, do what you need to do. Kind yeah, of so I would say, you know, it's it's, sport, it's, 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 it's so funny how you, like, like when you said that, right, to me, Aikido would never make a good sports car. Like, it's maybe like SUVE or something, where it's like, you could, you could zip it up, you know, you could make it faster for sure, um, and you could make it more rugged for sure, um, but it's, it's still got a really practical nature to it, you know, mm-hmm. um, whereas like when I think of a, a true sports car, I think of something that's built for sport to be it, fancy so and it's slick the and fast. And, yeah, it's maybe like a Volkswagen. <laughs> I like Volkswagen. Yeah, um, but uh, it's the people's car, right? The people's <laughs> car. So. Um, but then I think this kind of can lead us into to what the other part we were talking about in this podcast. It's a weird uh, today. We were like, what are we going to talk about? Um, and so uh, Josh was talking about um, understanding techniques and what techniques do. And so just just to segue in with this analogy we're using, you know, the techniques inside of a system are like the parts inside of a car, you know, like maybe all martial arts systems need uh, a motor and four wheels and a drivetrain and uh, some kind of uh, compartment, some kind of cabin for people to be in, right? So they all need these things. But then how do we style those things? And what are those things good for? And how do we maybe need to modify those in different ways? And so to uh, fit what we're trying to exactly, do. Exactly. Right? Yeah. What we're trying to do. And Josh was talking about like, you know, uh, a little bit when we were pre-gaming, he was talking about um, uh, understanding a technique and that like uh, the way we see a technique in a form is maybe not what the technique actually is and, and understanding why the form shows maybe a full extension of the technique, but maybe we don't need all of that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I so this it took me a long time, I think, to realize that like the forms um, exist outside of themselves i guess uh or or the pieces of the forms exist outside themselves and um the form that you're seeing is is a a continuation of a of a problem uh to its ultimate resolution but it doesn't have to play out in the way that the form shows 
Um, and I think that's a very difficult, that can be a very difficult proposition for people to realize. And I think a lot of the problems that people have in Aikido from a mental standpoint of like, uh, is this practical or, or does this work? Is looking at a technique um, and and seeing the um, the the moments when the technique resolves early and thinking like, well, then the technique doesn't work. So, you know, katate uh, ikkyo, for example, right? Like in the form, if we're showing it full form, it's all the way down to a pin, right? right. But like, I don't necessarily need to pin someone that that's not necessarily my initial. Um, and it, it probably is not the initial uh, action or initial thought when I'm moving into ikkyo, right? So, um, but if I've only trained it as a form and I know that like it goes down to the pin, I'm always going to think like in order to it didn't do this work technique, if it didn't go. right? I have to take it down to a pin. That's like having a car. Um, say the ikkyo are the tires, right? You use them all the time; they're important. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like having an idea that the only tire you could possibly have on your car mm. is this one kind of tire, and you see it uh, at the at the tire shop on the mm-hmm. wall, and it's perfect, and that's what the ti- that's what your tires are supposed to be mm-hmm. like. As soon as you put them on the car, they no longer look like that anymore. Mm-hmm. They're real. You're using them, and they get worn, and mm-hmm. they get stains on them, and shit on them. You know, like mm-hmm. they become real, and they become a part of your system, your thing. Mm-hmm. And so, like. Like having, like thinking that the the perfect katate dori ikkyo all the way down to the pin, like that's the I- ideal thing. Like that's not real in right, some ways, you know. Right. And it, and of course, sometimes you got to replace the tires. That like you got to re kind of refresh what you're doing, um, and and strive to have that nice tire, right? But in real life, that's not what your uh, that's not what's happening and what you're using, and 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 it's not functional, right, you know. Right. And so having different, I like possibilities about what that technique can be and what it can look like opens up your mind to going oh that's a tire too those are perfectly right. good tires right, on my right, car right, the ones that right, are on there right, right now that right. would and work think, or it could be you know like i have snow tires yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know uh-huh. yeah so like that could be a snow but look i'm not, there are sometimes when i don't need my i don't need chains on my tires <laughs> yes right yeah you exactly know? um and so i think just kind of breaking it down into what's happening and then and then that helps us actually see, maybe see what the system is for. If right. we can look at the, the techniques and piece by piece go through them and say, like, you know, this is what we're trying to do the whole way. Um, and maybe some of that's up for, um, you know, interpretation as far as what the technique, I mean. Sure, I mean, you know, as a community, we still need to decide what Aikido um, is, I mean. But, I mean, you know. To me, you know, and, and I did exactly the process you're talking about now. Like, so I feel like for myself, I've solved Aikido. Like, uh, I understand how I see Aikido and how I want Aikido to work and what what steps I need to take in order to improve my Aikido. So for me, Aikido solved, like personally. Um, and the way in which I did that was I did exactly what Josh said is looking at the parts and going, what is this part good for? What is this part good for? What is this part good for? And that kind of starts to give you a context. If you're open, you know, you're like, oh, we've got snow tires this must be a snow vehicle right right right? right, right. and then going oh okay well it's got a powerful (laughs) motor so like oh it must need to go uphill or you know whatever the stuff is um and and reverse engineering right exactly right right like yeah working your way back through it yeah yeah exactly right and i think you know i like that idea of working your way back through things and i think you can do you know we've done that a lot with techniques uh with the forms rather 
and really just taking a form completely apart. And and when you do that, I mean, it it is kind of eye opening what's really going on. Um, you know, katate do ikkyo ura enomote. It's clear. There's no uh, if you sort of reverse engineer what's happening throughout the entire process, there shouldn't be any question as to why you would do one right. versus the other. Um, you know, when you see a technique that's taken all the way down to a pin, if you reverse engineer it or really think about it, you know, from the pin back up, you'll see that, like, look, it's not necessarily that I wanted to pin this guy, it is that this guy would not get away from me. Right. So I couldn't do anything other than that. Right, right. Um, and we're that's looking at just one, you know, technique, but you could do that with any technique and, and quickly see um, what's happening. So. Well, and I think a lot of the times the way that we, just like, you know, when you're, unless you're really into cars from an early age, most <coughs> people, when you get your first car, you're just like, well, I don't know what I'm picking, uh, you right. know, or it's something my grandpa gave me, right. or, you know, it's... And black. like, and I so you just black. kind of get, yeah, exactly. I want a black one. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, or um, uh, or uh, I want the sweetest one. Right. right, exactly. And so you just pick one. You mm-hmm. just kind of pick one, mm-hmm. or you get what you got. Um, and I think that happens a lot with martial arts. It's just you either get what you got because that was the dojo down the street, and so that's that's the most convenient thing, um, or you just kind of go, oh, Aikido looks cool. I'll pick that. Right. You know. And then some some people they never get kind of past that where it's just like it's my car and it works and so I yeah got it. it's my car yeah. it's my car and it works um and then more people like oftentimes you'll kind of which i think you do this with all things as you kind of start to grow up is you learn more about oh what do i like about this thing what do i dislike about it what does it do and so like i've started doing this what do i like about my car what do i dislike about it what right. what pieces work well for me and what do i fucking right. hate about it right and when and, i choose a new car uh-huh. how is that going to influence right. your new purchase yeah and i think like that's what we've got to do with aikido is go like why why is this thing the way it is you know <laughs> like why yeah. are my windows tinted that much yeah. you know why I, <laughs> yeah you know i'd like to add something because people say this a lot and, and i've said this and there are times when this is an important thing to talk about but it's like you know it's not the system it's the person applying the system yeah. you know so it's like oh yeah you know aikido but you're not good at doing Aikido because you're not good at doing Aikido. Don't say Aikido sucks. You suck. You could take the baddest ass race car driver in the world and put him in a minivan and he's not going to win a NASCAR race, right? Like it's it's just not going to happen. So it's like, so yes, that is important. Your personal ability with something, but also you've got to understand what the car's built to do, what Mm -hmm. the system's built to do. So like trying to win an MMA match with Aikido is a stupid idea. You're never going to win an MMA match with Aikido. Now you could become a yoked out awesome dude and essentially build another car that that does that job and then say, oh, Aikido did this. Yeah. I mean, you basically, when you, when you start start doing that when you say your car is Aikido, right? And you decide, no, I want this kind of, I don't know anything about cars. But you, you know, repla- I want these kind of tires. I want, right. You right. Start and replacing you, internal components. Right. And then right. it's so like how long before frame, it's no longer is, a right. Honda, right. you know? Right, right. right. <laughs> how long before it's no longer your little Civic. You know, so, uh, so I had a, um, I had a, so it depends on what part of the country you live in. I had a Geo Metro or Suzuki Swift, depending on where you live. <laughs> and, um, uh, and that was like one of my first, like, you know, it wasn't my first car, but it was my first car that was my car, nice car that I like. And it's a little crappy nice economy car. car, right? Yeah. Well, but it was, it, it was, was a, right. It was new. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right. Anyways. And so like, but I decided I wanted a hot shit car and I thought I still liked my <laughs> Geo Metro, but I wanted a hot shit car. So I started doing stuff. I replaced the suspension. I fucked with the motor a bunch. I did a whole bunch of stuff to it and I ended up getting a car 
that was a little quicker, was a little awesomer, looked a little cooler, rode a lot worse, didn't get good <laughs> gas mileage anymore, didn't do any of the stuff that it was that, originally that, designed to do, you know? And I remember then, and you know, I don't know, I was 20-something, and, and looking at my car and going, fuck, there's an engineer, a guy who spent his whole right. life yes. figuring out how to put cars together, and he put together a real good economy car. Yes. And then I shit in his face. And, <laughs> and I so, built a car that wasn't really good at anything. So that's the other thing that I was going to talk about, you know, is like when we're looking, when you're looking at a car, there are engineering points too, you know. There are ways that a car is put together. Um, there are certain things that mm-hmm. attract you to it, aesthetics, Right. Um, yes. You know, comfort. Uh, yeah. Um, the uh, appeal of it to other people, right? Like, I I own a car that other people see and go, "Well, what the fuck is that?" You know, <laughs> right? Those right, are right. all things that can come in it in the same way with a, a martial arts system, right? There is an aesthetic that might please you. Like maybe you do. You like to dress up in the the thing. You like the big, nice, sweeping throws and, right. and whatnot. That's cool. Um, so I mean I think look taking every taking the system apart, looking at how it's engineered, looking at what was put into it and why I think is a really cool kind of important thing you know. Well, I think or maybe it's not for you and that's yeah, fine too. Yeah, that's but good. just realize that it 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 is a thing that exists. There's right. a whole there's a whole system <clears throat> happening right under your hood of right. your car that you right. don't know. Right. Um. I think and that's the thing is like. Most of us get into martial arts or buy a car not because we are interested in learning about cars. There's a section of people that are like, uh, you know, from day one, they're like, what's this for? How does this work? But a lot of people, that's not the reason that you got into that. Yeah, they're not looking to, yeah, they're not looking to learn about cars. But like at the same time, it it benefits you uh, to start asking questions about what is this good for? Why does that work? So that, for example, and this is maybe doesn't directly translate to martial arts, but when you go talk to your mechanic because, you know, you need X, Y, and Z fixed on your car, you're not like fucking deer in the headlights. Right. You know? Yep. And and that probably translate, translates at least a little bit when you talk to other martial arts and they ask you, what is Aikido good for? Or what are you doing? What is what is Ikkyo? What do you do with that? And you're just a deer in headlights. Like, yep. it's good to be able to understand because the truth is, is like, I feel like if you're doing martial arts, you want to be capable, right? And so you want to at least be capable enough that you can handle yourself really um, uh, at least decent when it comes to understanding your system. Right. Just like in your car, like I feel like, it's good to be able to change your own oil, you know? Yeah. It's good to be able to not be intimidated by that thing because that's a pretty basic baseline thing to be able to handle with your car. And it's your thing. So, you know, you should yeah. be able to work with that. Yeah, I that. understand your thing. Yeah. Well, um, so we kind of laid it out system in, in, uh, as a car, right? Um, but what the, what's the system? Is the, the system in Marsha, in Mar- in our assessment of what martial arts is. So now let's we've set it out so people can maybe understand <clears throat> what a system is and why they should be looking at it and blah blah blah. How can we apply that now to let to to the conversation about Aikido? I think uh, an important thing to do, um, and I want I want to really as much as I can try not to force my own opinions on people um, unless they're specifically asking me. But like I think the thing you need to do is ask. What is Aikido already doing? 
Yeah. Right? So, like, yeah. instead of asking, you know, like, oh, I imagine that if you were a ninja, you could, you know, or I imagine if you were a special forces, or I imagine if you could. Don't do that. That's, Just, that's the equivalent of you replacing parts on your car because yeah. you want it to be X, Y, and Z cooler. Right. Or than... imagining your car to be something it's not, you know? Right, like, right. Yeah. Instead of you saying, okay, how can I replace this thing? How can I replace that thing? Okay, wait, hold on. Let me just back up and let's open the hood. Right. Just look at it. Right. What is that for? Right. What is that for? Right. Well, and, I'll tell you, my dad uh, has this, he bought this car back in the day. It's super uh, awesome GMC but, Typhoon. Yeah, it's a GMC, it's a, it's a production car, but it's like a production sports car. It was a limited number, whatever. My dad got it. It wasn't good enough for him. He tried to make it better. Um, and he, he fucked it up, and it's now sitting in the garage, and it doesn't work, right? And it's the perfect uh, example of, like, the car was built the way the car was supposed to be built. Um, and there were a bunch of people that... Um, car people. Real car, car people, people. Real yeah. car people who were, like, um, that that thought, well, we can make it better, you know? Um, and they roped him in, you know? And he, because, like, he what he thought he wanted wasn't didn't exactly match up... He made this car into something that it wasn't, and it ended up not being as good as it was originally. originally. Yeah, you know, so that is something to think about. Like, look, this thing has been around for a long time, um, and the more that I get into Aikido, and you know, the other day we were talking about some uh, of the Josebury and uh, how they kind of fit together and um, made some sort of discoveries, I guess, uh, personal discoveries. And it's so crazy how freaking elegant and nicely yeah. the thing fits yeah. together. Yeah. And that's not like, that's not me doing anything new to yep. it. That's just me that's discovering right, that's right. What's how, already there. what was already there. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's my... To me, you know, like, and the more, the more I do this, the more I want to do it. Like, to me, instead of, like, grabbing a bunch of extra shit to throw into something, going, oh, we need this and this and this, just strip it down. To what's essential. And I think that's the first step that I was just saying, which is like, um, ask what it's already doing. So do that first, you know, and like, look around a dojo. What do you get? Well, this is an awesome thing, whether you think it is or not. Like, you get kids training with older people, later in life people, training with people in the prime of their life, training with people just getting into adulthood. That's kind of fantastic, right? Like, so that doesn't mean, you know, if you look around a hardcore MMA gym, you're going to see only young adults. Right. That's what you're going to see. Yeah. And then some old dudes, and old dudes are 40-year-old dudes who are coaches <laughs> and trainers, right? right? That's, that's what you're going to see, right? Um, but in, in Aikido, everybody can practice. So that already tells you, what is it doing in most places? Well, it's allowing community. Of, of, a, of a, a wide variety. So that's one thing it's already doing. Yes. Right? Um, it's because of its inherent philosophy, it's already drawing in people who want to talk about resolving things other than fighting and other than dominating. So that's something it's already doing, right? So to me, the first thing, if you want to understand what Aikido does is ask what it's doing for sure, that you're clear that it's doing. And then you can begin to ask other questions more and more. Why is this piece in there then, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the reverse engineering, kind of asking those really basic questions. And, and until you feel like you have a really good answer to those questions, you know, why do we study ukemi? I think that's a perfect, really good starter question to, to mull over, you why, know. Why do we study? Do we have a podcast about that? Do, I think we had a whole we? episode on well, it. Well, maybe yeah. we should do another one. I was going to say, if yeah. we haven't, let's do it. Because, man, ukemi is like, there's so many, like, Ukimi is, ukimi is absolutely essential to learning Aikido. Like, it's the thing that most of us learn first, right? And so either the ukimi of, like, you know, learning sutimi and kaiten, like rolling and falling, um, or or learning, like, um, like how to, to be a partner. Right. That is such an important asset 
and like it is the essence of what Aikido is. I, yes. I think it's hard for people to get that, you know? Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. Cover. I think it's a really good question because uh, you you walk into the dojo and first thing you see the kinds of people that are there. And the second thing you see is people learning how to roll, people, mm-hmm. you know, partnering mm-hmm. with each other, you know, all that. How to be a person in the mm-hmm. dojo, how to handle a force coming at you, you know, how to not fall and break your face. Like, yeah. And that's all, I think, yeah. Totally essential. Seeing a 60-year-old take a role for the first time, a Ford role for the first time, that's pretty awesome. And yeah. look at the expression on their face that they're like, I didn't know I could do that right, stuff anymore. Right. You know, like yes. that's a really yeah. awesome or thing. Or seeing someone who uh, maybe used to be able to do those things and then hasn't in a while and then pushes themselves to maybe try it again and yep. does it. And it's like, well, dang, okay. Yeah, uh, you know, I got some life go. in me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then I think as you start to answer those basic, you know, or like the, why do we bow? Why do we, you know, why do we wear these clothes? Like ask, like answering those really, um, those questions that are obvious when you walk into a dojo, what's that? Why do we do that? Right. And then starting to ask the questions about specific techniques and stuff and starting with the easy ones like Ikkyo, which is everybody, well, everybody pretty much agrees. Ikkyo is essential. Why? Yeah. Fucking why? Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. And going, what, what does Ikkyo do? Or even before that, you know, with the kids, uh, we start with um, body grabs. Wrist yeah, grabs. there you go. That, we that's asked even the, the kids that. the other day, like, well, why, why, are, why do we train these particular body grabs, right? Mm-hmm. Shoulder grab, uh, lapel grab, mm-hmm. neck grab, you know, back of the, why? Why? Why that as compared to bear hug? Right. Uh, headlock. Headlock, right? Right. We don't learn those things. Why? Mm-hmm. Um, wrist grabs. Why, why do we have wrist grabs? Why do most uh, you know. Aikido dojos do some form of Jiyawaza? Like, why is that the uh, a, a further iteration of the forms and things that we practice? You yep. know? Why, yep. why that? Why multiple attackers? Why do we spend so much time being reverent in Aikido? Why do we have such an, uh, a huge draw to mindfulness? The second you walk in an Aikido dojo, you are becoming mindful. Why? I mean, because that's hugely important, so important, right. and so common that we forget that we even do right. that all the time. You and I think, a little bell that goes off. Yeah. Bow a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? And and then even like, have, like writing all those questions down, writing out a, a full answer to that, and then going, what do all these answers have in common with right. each other? You right. Know? Then we start to see a context. Right. We build a context. And then once we build the context, we go, oh, shit, this is basically what Aikido is working on. Now, what's the goal inside of that, right? So what's the goal? And and that's how I think you figure out what it is. Yeah. And what's interesting, I mean, and you, we've actually, I think, are, are moving toward uh, using, doing that within, you know, and I'm not saying every school has to do that, but the, for us, you know, uh, testing now is more of like, why do we do these things? You know, why why do we have the types of grabs that we have? What are the, the you know main attacks that you're we're looking at, and why? Why are we looking at those attacks versus anything else that can right. happen? And so early quickly, you'll see we'll have students that will be able to answer those questions. Now, can they do uh, Aikido techniques? Uh, you know, can they do Katate Dori Ikkyo? You know, right off. I don't know. Uh, maybe. But when they finally do that technique, right. they are going to understand exactly what that what that technique all you know is from point A to the pin, and they're going to understand why that pin happened, as opposed to thinking like, "Well, this is just a technique. This is what I do. I pin them." Right. Yeah. You right. know, katate do ikkyo pin. Yeah, I think uh, aikido has always been a little. Um, 
and maybe this is just uh, a problem with Koryu martial arts or martial arts that, that focus a lot on forms. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it, it's been stuck in between like conscious mind stuff. This is Chris likes to talk about conscious mind and unconscious mind, like really conscious, like thinkery stuff. I want to think about this and the unconscious mind stuff, which is, uh, you know, just doing it, reacting, mm-hmm. uh, letting it come out of you without having to think I'm going mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. Um, and I think like forms are kind of like a, a weird marriage of the, like a shitty marriage of those two, like, like uh, attempting to train your unconscious mind, but in a really conscious mindy kind of way. And I really like what we're doing, at least in our school, like Josh was talking about testing and like in test, in our tests, we're trying to demonstrate that we, we understand consciously right. what the system is right. for. And that's right. the, con- like the conscious mind practice of it is instead of, uh, delving into forms like and then you do this and then you do that right um kind of taking it out of the form and just going why are we trying to go over there why are we moving our feet like this you know and right. like understanding the why part of it outside of a specific form or something and then also uh training skills you right. know and that's right. the drills and what people are like the tip that people are on now which is like we don't drill enough we don't spar enough all that right. stuff like and then also doing that and kind of unmarrying them so that you can let both be what they are which is thinkery and then also doing it as well i think a lot of people don't get i mean if you haven't got to experience a few different types of martial arts systems and i'm not saying like you study 30 kinds of traditional martial arts i'm saying you know you did some uh, self-defense martial arts you did some traditional martial arts you did some sport martial arts you know you, you did a gambit of you different drove types a bunch of, of different arts. kind of cars yeah i drove a bunch of different cars if you if you do that you kind of understand that like you know for example in a in a true sports school it's kind of sink or swim when you go in they just start making you drill real hard real fast right yeah. away and you start sparring right away and 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 they do that because it's like well if you're in here for this kind of thing you're going to get good at it fast this way and if you can't hack it then you can't fucking hack yeah. it man and, and that's just it's the way it is because because we're, we're training supreme athletes that's what we're doing here right <laughs> yeah. um so so like um that's one way of doing it and aikido doesn't have that way aikido has a way that is more inclusive you know it says like well let's start with the conscious stuff first right and then understand how the system goes and then as you work on it eventually as you get higher and higher up in the system you can begin to start to do the unconscious mind stuff you know mm-hmm. whereas uh the, the other is true of a sports system you start with the unconscious mind stuff and then eventually you become a coach so you can help people understand what it is they need huh. you know so like it's just the, the systems are flipped and so like understand <clears throat> aikido is not a sports system that's like trying to produce a product which is a great athlete it's it's a, an inclusive system that's trying to get everyone to understand this stuff a little better yeah yeah, yeah. very cool uh what's our time look like 42 minutes Whoa, and yeah, right on, right on track there no this is i think this is good i, I hopefully it helps people a little bit kind of um figure out some things or at least like put i know for me it took a long time to to kind of get what was really happening and when i was able to start seeing the pieces come together it's really awesome because you can see how the system is put together and how each of the pieces work with uh, the context and then the goal inside that context, you know, and so everything, every technique, every little drill should filter back into the context, That's right. the yes. goal or or vice versa. Right. Or you should be able to filter it out, you know, through those things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think approaching everything from why is this good, you know, or why might this fit? F- what What does this fit for? You know? Um, like walking into the dojo and going, oh, look at all these different people of different ages. 
why is this good? Why do right. people come right. here and like this? Right. You know, because clearly we we like it because it's it's in tons of dojos. You know, we're the bowing. Why do we keep bowing? Why is it good? Right. What's right. working with that? What are all of our commonalities? Because yeah. if you look at all Aikido schools, is we can easily focus on the differences, but there's a lot of similarities between us, you know, and those similarities are what we should be focusing on. Yeah. And that points to, uh, and that can help us suss out what, That's the, right. That's what right. the point is, That's what right. the context, what the system is about. That's right. Very good. All, All right. right. Okay. Let's look at our patrons. That sounds good. We gotta we gotta give Maya more. Uh, did you actually prime this up? I did. Oh, okay. Well, never yeah. mind then. I'm Pre- gonna shut prepared. it up. Yes, I was prepared. Um, we got like three new patrons. Three new what? patrons in a week. Awesome. Yep. Yes. Yep. And I believe we also got our first two female patrons. Yay! Pretty fantastic. Yeah. Woo! I'm happy about that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna read those first. I'm gonna jump around for a second just because I super appreciate get seeing some new names on here yeah it's great um, and, thank you yeah big thanks super big thanks um it's just nice to know really i mean the money is very very helpful um but just knowing that there are people, people care enough to listening yeah. And, yeah. and letting us know and you know not at all ever offended if it's time to step off the list for a second for whatever reason like you know yeah totally no not understand. at all um but it's just nice to see people's names and you know sure. what we will work to get you some stuff for that i don't know what that's gonna be <laughs> But patrons deserve a I little bit extra. Do. I agree they do. So we're, we're Josh gonna, has his little protest sign. Patrons deserve more. We're going to work to get you yeah, some stuff. That would be Maybe very we'll nice. get you some. Like a button. I don't know. We well, know this really good cartoonist, and uh, we keep trying to get her to um, to make us a uh, uh, cartoon. Yeah, a little. So yeah. we can some t shirts. Yeah. Something to And yeah. uh, hopefully one day that's going to happen, then we'll have t shirts. Or maybe we, you know, we can get you some kind of extra content or something at this, too. You get us talking about. A calendar of our faces. Uh, oh, we'll Maya's wanted to do a nude calendar for everything she's ever been. She, she got mad right now. For <laughs> everything she's ever been involved in. She, like, she's telling me one day, she'll, yeah, you know, I was in this choir group in college. And, and I was like, man, guys, we should calendar. do a nude calendar. And then later Maya's talking. She's like, you know, this thing was happening. I was like, guys, we should do a nude calendar. I was like, Maya, I'm I seeing just... a theme here. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think I'm pretty certain our dojo does not need to do a new calendar. <laughs> wow, that's really offensive. I think we have plenty of very good-looking people at our dojo. I'm just saying. I am, in, yeah, I am part of it. So, wow. Ooh. <laughs> All right. We don't put ourselves down in this dojo. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, oh, I thought names, he was saying names. he was saying I'm going to be a part of this calendar, so it will be good looking. I oh. thought that's what he was saying. Oh. Is that not what you were saying? Uh, you, <laughs> you you judge for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of this. Um, okay, so thank you to our new members, new members. Uh, Brian Crowley, Lise Klein, and Sharon Okada. We super appreciate you guys, and awesome. we also thank super you. appreciate our ongoing patrons: Rob Kitson, John Smith, Matt Mumford, Lenny Acuna, Urbano. Jim Gallant, Genghis Galahad, Matt Riley, Warwick Dean, Christopher Aceto, and Grant Templin. Yeah, Actually, I think so. Christopher Aceto might be new as well. Um, sorry about that. I think, I think Christopher Aceto joined right in between two podcasts. So, yeah, we probably didn't. Yeah, he is. He's very new. good. Awesome. Thank um, you guys so much. Yeah, thank you very much. Also, uh, I heard Jim Gallant's name, and it made me uh, – I want to re-hit, maybe not next one, but in a couple, because I want to talk about it a little more. I want to re-hit the Aikido cosplay. Um, several different Ooh. people had said things to us. Um, uh, Jared Jared Wilson had said things. Jim Gallon had made a post. Um, Ted Rose had uh, said some stuff. Um, so you know, several different people have said things, and it's funny because um, 
it was really interesting to see because some of them were like, well, fuck no, it's not cosplay. We're serious. Nah. And, and some of them were like, um, like, uh, no, it's cosplay and cosplay is awesome. You know, so so it was interesting to see like a kind of split. And it, it I think it's interesting because it, it's so polarizing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, so I want to talk about it because, I mean, I think – I think cosplaying can be super awesome. And I also think it can be detrimental depending on right. what, what your goal doing. is, you know? Yeah. Well, and the, okay. you know, there are a lot of people who do it and it's become a uh, huge thing. And truthfully, let's be honest, it's people have been doing it forever. Oh, yeah. Forever. Oh, yeah. You know, the reason that, like, you know, people back in the day used to get all fancied up, like in powder wit, whatever, was because they were trying to look like a something. Right. They were trying to right. be part of this so like it's I not mean, this is nothing new. This is what we do as people. Go to so. Vegas and any girls that are dressed up, ready to party, oh, and go yeah, out. Yeah, like yeah. in a way, they they feel like that's what right. they're, they're cosplaying, they're cosplaying right. yeah. as like party girl, you know, because that's what party they go girl. to go do, you know. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we'll we'll save that for next week, I guess. Yeah. We all have yeah. To let's say. give it. I want to give it a little time to sit on, but I do want to talk about it. And so if more people want to say stuff, I don't think we're done with it. Yeah. So um, so if you got stuff to say, send us. And, some. and here's the thing that uh, people might be able to do. Uh, on your phone or, or various things, you could send us little voice messages um, that we could then use to, and I don't edit the show, so I shouldn't say this, but that we could then use on the show, uh, you know, so if you have something that you, you want to say and you want to give it to us in an audio format. That's interesting. Long time listener, that, okay. first time caller. <laughs> Brad from Reseda here. You don't have to do it like that, but yes, that's the, po- that's the uh, general idea, yes. Uh. All right, yeah. my tip of the week. Um, I mean, I think we already said it today was just like oh, yeah. write your list, of, you know, start looking around and asking questions. What is that for? Why do we do that? Um, why might that be good? And and not fucking throw out the why is this bad because right, stop. Right. right. What's know? the use in doing that? Well, yeah. Simply why what's would the use? We do this? Yeah. Why is this good? Even if you think that thing is shit, ask yeah. why is There might it be still a good around? reason for it even if you think it's shit. Yeah. I remember uh, working on a technique once for a long time and there was this piece that I was convinced was bullshit. And then uh, one day I saw another guy from another system do a thing and I was all, "Oh fuck, that's what it's for." Right. Yeah. You know? And so it's like there's lots of those moments you'll have. Yeah, and and I think even maybe writing down these questions and writing down your answers because being able to see your answer, like everything that you think written down on paper, like really gives you, you're able to start drawing uh, connections to things, you know? Because I think sometimes things swim around in our head and, and it's easy to go, oh, I understand that. Right, but do you really right, until right. you write it down and see or, or, or say it to someone, yep, you know? Yep. So being able to draw those connections, I think, is that's what's going to start getting us places in this martial art. Yep, good. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Have a good week. See you next week.